If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. We got an email here, rad at radradio.com. We played the pressure cooker about uh, 15 minutes ago. No, about 30 minutes ago, rather. Uh, and uh, one of the members of the Kyle Army did not win. Uh, we have your chance at uh, Grand Zero Resort tickets to three different shows at 8 and 9 a.m. Now, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, uh, keeps track of all the winners and losers uh, by gender in the pressure cooker. And uh, she wrote in to say, I heard you read the email from Kyle, the contestant, that the pressure cooker is real. Aw, bless your heart, Kyle. Maybe you're just dumb. Oh. <laughs> And that's okay. You're not alone. There are many dumb men out there, so take solace in that. And if you didn't understand any words in this email, just let us know. I'm sure Rob will be able to educate you. Now, Michelle's also writing the clues for the mega bucket round of Win Rob's Change that we do every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. We gave out the mega clue an hour ago, and Jen wrote in, and she was the first one after the mega clue to say, I know it, I know it, I know it! But then she said she hopes to be caller 18 when we play again this afternoon. Dawn had a theory. Jen wrote back and said, sorry, I'm an idiot. Oh. Yes, I'm on the East Coast, and I'll be calling at 1230 our time, and I failed to clarify. My apologies. Please <laughs> forgive me. Well, I don't know if I forgive you, but uh, yes, thank you for clarifying. Yes, good evening. Now, this is interesting. Uh, Michelle wrote in, a different Michelle, not the pressure cooker calculator, and she said, I know the wind rops change clue. I was picking up on the themed word throughout the clues, but I could not put them together to make a number guess. The mega clue was definitely mega. Thank you, fellow Michelle, for creating these crazy clues. Now, Here's what I can say. I can't say whether Michelle or Jen uh, are right, obviously. But I can say they have both come to the same conclusion, but their numbers are different. Uh, What? Which is very intriguing. And uh, I wonder if Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, wants to do some research for me. But it doesn't matter uh, because it's very interesting. That's why a teacher's job can be so frustrating. Uh, Also, uh, we uh, had uh, Ian from tech to You and tech to You Tuesdays, which airs every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m., send in a song uh, called uh, Ian's a Piece of of It uh, because I had a dream last night in which that that happened. And, And Brandon was recording me. Singing the song in my Yogi Bear impersonation voice, which is awful. Yeah. So Ian sent in a song, and we're like, I'm like, he had chat GPT or AI write this. Yeah. Right? He finally has written back. He oh says, God, oh God. I just appreciate that you even considered that I have the ability to write a single rhyming verse, let alone an entire song. Also, I didn't realize that somewhere in there it said I was lit until you read it. it made me feel gross. I'm too old to use that word. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, Cameron wrote in uh, because somebody said that, uh, hey, boo-boo, when I do my Yogi Bear voice, I sound like Ferris Bueller's dad calling the principal's office and it's pretending he's sick. Oh, yeah, you kind of do. Cameron oh. says, I don't want to be that guy. Oh, boy. But Cameron Fry was not imitating Ferris's father on the phone. He was imitating Sloan's father to get yep. her out of class. Either That's way, right. it was the father. Yeah. As a fellow Cameron... This is important to me. Oh, oh, all right then. Okay. He's one of the great Camerons. Circling all the way back. <laughs> Short list. Circling all the way back to uh, the, the Kyle who uh, lost the pressure cooker. And then Kyle number nine wrote in and said, that's one strike against my fellow Kyle. And then the Supreme Leader Kyle said Hello. in a very Kyle fashion, well, we'll do four strikes and you're out. Because there's always like one more chance in Kyle land. Yes. (laughs) Kyle number nine wrote back and says, Kyle, I agree. I like the three strikes. Then I guess since you're a Kyle, it depends on how bad the third strike is for you to get the extra fourth one or not. Let me know if you agree. All Supreme Leader Kyle. Yes. uh, Agree. We'll put that into motion. (laughs) Boom. Stamp of approval. Are are the strikes like wishy-washy? 
It depends. So if you get three strikes, well, yeah. you got to with the third strike yes. has to be um, super, super terrible in order for you not to get that fourth. So if it's like kind of like oh, I'm on the fence, okay, you have some redeeming qualities. One more shot, my man, and then, then that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just made me laugh because I'm like, so are the the four strikes wishy washy? The answers with it depends. Right, so, which, which yes. is yes, yes. <laughs> uh, in about 20 minutes, it'll be our next commercial break. If you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, instead of the sights and sounds of what's going on behind the scenes in the studios, <laughs> you will get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. Uh, any of you can participate. Just uh, send in your recordings uh, horizontally. Rad at radradio.com. What's coming up, Brando? Uh, a little white, fluffy, curly-haired dog. Not sure what it is—a poodle or something. It's an 11-month-old oh. named Gus. Talking back to her mama. Oh. Tuffy, the black lab, made it to 16 years old oh, and celebrates oh by God. going for a run. Oh it can God. run at 16? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is all good news. That's what I want for our Hank. Two oh. Frenchies hurt a baby human around the living room, and Rob's black labs, Scout and Sarge, play king of the sofa while Rob tries to relax on said sofa. Oh, of course. <laughs> Every video is the same from Williams Manor. <laughs> Let's do some entertainment news. Curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. A new poll asked 2,000 women only, evenly split by generation. Name the most inspirational, famous women. Dawn, you're the only woman on the show. Most inspirational, uh, famous woman, and alive or dead? I, that I think? Well, or you're, just what you, I think you, women you, think? Either one. I'm sure Oprah's in there. Oprah's fourth. Yeah. Uh, That's Oprah Winfrey. Used to host a talk show for those of you under the age of 40. Google her. Very successful. Came out of nothing. Built into a billionaire. She got a lot of FaceTime at the Grammys. She did. Yeah. Uh, I'm having trouble with this. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of appalling, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I will tell you, nobody said Susan B. Anthony. See, I started thinking that way. What did she right? do? She's just on a dollar, right? That's all she did, Kyle. I don't know what she did. I don't know why she's yeah. on the dollar. I went to the hippie school. They didn't teach me these things. Nobody said Betsy Ross, the American flag and all okay, that. Okay, okay. Which is, is part myth. This is what's giving me pressure. I'm mm -hmm. trying to think of those ladies that really did things and made change. So. Well, you're missing a big uh, one. Oh, no. I am? Oh, no. Oh, you God, know it? Who? Yeah. Yeah. I am who? Oh, no. Mother Teresa. <laughs> nope, she oh. did not make the list. No. <laughs> For the most inspirational, famous woman, the number uh, one is what no. you're missing. Yeah, I mean, the uh, number uh, one. Michelle Obama. No, she would be third. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. Who did we have somebody? Uh, Condoleezza Rice. No, not even in the top ten. Oh, um, uh, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Our vice president lady? N no. Okay, no, okay, no, thank God. All right. No, no. Uh, Just a, a minor uh, person in history named oh. Rosa Parks. Oh, yes! Oh, my God, what an idiot. Ugh. I, ironically, ironically, Rosa Parks, who wouldn't uh, give up her seat on the bus, yes. number one, but Harriet Tubman, nowhere on the list, despite Aww. the Underground Railroad. Hmm. You can tell it is all over the place generationally. Yeah. So, Rosa Parks, number one. Number two, most inspirational woman, according to women, Princess Diana. Okay. Oh, all right. right. All right. Ma uh, Michelle Obama, third. Oprah, fourth. Fifth, Maya Angelou. Oh, Maya Angelou. How do I? Oh, my God. I used to read her stuff all the time in my 30s. Um, Got to get some pop culture in there. We had Oprah, but sixth is Beyonce. 
Uh, Queen Elizabeth II was seventh. Oh, yeah, see, okay, these are good once you say them. Serena Williams, uh, one of the probably oh, the best man. female tennis player, well, in modern times for sure. I don't want to start that argument. Selena Gomez, ninth, and Taylor Swift rounded out oh, the top ten. Yeah, most inspirational. Well, she must be hating that she's tenth. Oh, yeah. The Swifties are already uh, uh, pissed. Boycott. And, yeah, they're, yes. uh, shake it off. There you go. Uh, other than that, I mean, everything about the entertainment world is the Super Bowl as we head towards Super Bowl Sunday. Remember the Mixed Pick Sports Show? With Steve Mickelson and I is at 10 a.m. Uh, on uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com. It's free for everybody on the Rad Radio app. And if you're in Sacramento, it's on 104.7 FM and 8.90 a.m. We do more sporty sports stuff uh, on that show and a lot of non-Super Bowl things to talk about, including uh, tonight is the night uh, that our winners from uh, last uh, from last year, late last year, will be at their second-row courtside seats for the Sacramento Kings game. Nice. Uh, hopefully, they'll uh, they'll write in and tell us uh, how, how their experience is. Do they get to light the beam if they I'm win? I just thinking that. Oh, We tried. I, I don't know if we ever got that through. Maybe they'll be able to get near it. Uh, also, um, the Oakland A's might not be leaving Oakland. There's some real pushback that we'll talk about at 10 a.m. Uh, oh. And there's a giant new sports streaming service come to, coming to TV uh, that Steve and I will break down for you, along with Super Bowl There's previews. so many channels already. Um, I know. It's like I have so much money already. Uh, I shouldn't get any more. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much sports stuff is there? Uh, 24-7-365. <laughs> All right. We know a lot more about Bud Light and their new commercial for their Super Bowl less than 12 months after their disastrous partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. That is not me making a commentary. There's just no way to say... Losing almost 30% of your revenue in less than a year is anything other than disastrous for a corporation. The company is attempting to reel in customers with a with a new campaign. They've been building towards this. They've been doing more America stuff and, and down home. And we told you that they released the teaser uh, a couple weeks ago where a guy in a Peyton Manning jersey, and all he says, he's holding a Bud Light. He says, is that you? And you see the guy with, with the with the sunglasses and, and the mustache. And we started to guess, okay, who's the guy going to be? And uh, the ultimate guess was somebody wrote in and said, what if it's Kid Rock? And it's, it's a total game switcher where Kid Rock it, it, it stands up and says, hi, this is Kid Rock. Oh, boy. We got to let bygones be bygones. Jesus. All right? It just, listen, we're too divided as a country to be divided over the greatest bear on the planet. I say, let's just all come together, have a Bud Light. See me down at my bar, Nashville's Kid Rock place thing. Yeah, we 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 pour we sell Bud, Bud, Bud Light at Kid Rock's Nashville Kid Rock thing place. So you should have a Bud Light with me. I thought that was a great idea. It really ain't gonna be idea. it ain't gonna be Kid Rock. Uh, Damn it. Uh, we now know that the commercial will follow a group of friends who unleash the Bud Light genie from a bottle of beer. They they've released the whole commercial. This is one of the few I watched because I wanted to find out who it is. And the genie is played by. Because we said it had to be somebody big, somebody yes, who mattered. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Comedian Shane Gillis. Yeah. Lame. He's got some funny skits. Yeah, but it's still, it's lame. It's lame. Yeah, he's, he's, got, a... he's got some funny skits. Great. It, I mean, that's a big nothing burger. Is he mass appeal? Yeah. Not really. No. I mean, I, just you because I, I have no, no idea who he is, but that doesn't mean he's not mass appeal because and there's a lot of things that are hip I have no clue. You wouldn't know him when you saw him. You wouldn't go, oh, that's that funny guy. You're going to be like, who? Did, did I see him on Ted Lasso? Do they at least put his name underneath it? No. So we can, like, Google Now, it? other than that, the commercial is your typical Super Bowl beer commercial. Way over the top. Lots of money spent. Proceeds to, uh, the and the beer genie 
uh, proceeds to grant the group wishes, like Peyton Manning's. Well, some of the, the the guy in the the Peyton Manning jersey, the the the, the everyday blue collar guy says, "Oh, I wish Peyton Manning was here." Boom, Peyton Manning shows up. <laughs> Joins the party. Then uh, somebody asks for uh, Post Malone. Boom, Post Malone shows up and he gives a backyard uh, concert. And then uh, UFC President Dana White is hosting a weigh-in featuring members of the groups. There's a Tyrannosaurus Wex and there's okay, a big... Okay, all right, it redeems. Yeah, yeah, as a commercial, it does. How that makes people that have left Bud Light come back to Bud Light, I, I don't know. But I have found out what will. We didn't get our Kid Rock uh, wish, because that would have been entertaining. But in a wild turn of events that... I would be shocked if it didn't affect the outcome. Former President Donald Trump has made a complete U-turn on his stance over Bud Light. The former president said that the partnership with Dylan Mulvaney was a, quote, mistake of epic proportions for which a very big price was paid, end quote. He insisted, however, yesterday that parent company Anheuser-Busch was not a woke company, and he then threatened to release a list of those who are. He said yesterday, Anheuser-Busch <laughs> spends $700 million a year with our great farmers, employs 65,000 Americans, of which 1,500 are veterans. I didn't actually say what I'm about to say now. That's not a lot. I don't know why I'm highlighting 1,500 out of 65,000. Why didn't I just say uh, including thousands of veterans, uh, but whatever. Uh, back to my actual quote. And they provide scholarships for families of fallen servicemen Aww. and women. They've raised over $30 million. They've given 44,000 tremendous scholarships. Anheuser-Busch is a great American brand that deserves a second chance. Dang. What do you think? Perhaps instead we should be going after those companies that are looking to destroy America. <laughs> End quote. His comments are a stark departure from his previous stance in May when Trump called the ad campaign a, quote, woke, clueless, incredibly dumb miscalculation. End quote. Hmm. Wow. What could possibly be going on here? Yeah, big a fat check. Exactly, big fat check. Kyle, you've learned at the at the feet uh, of the master well. You are suggesting that the answer to all questions in life is what? God. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. Love. No. Uh, what is that? Oh, 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 money. Totally coincidentally, Donald Trump's total U-turn on Bud Light comes exactly one month before he is due to meet with Anheuser-Busch lobbyist Jeff Miller, who happens to be hosting a fundraiser for President Trump in Washington, D.C. The brewing giant, Anheuser-Busch, paid Mr. Miller's firm a quarter of a million dollars last year. Meanwhile, Trump is drowning in more than $76 million of legal fees resulting from various civil and criminal trials and faces the prospect of paying out $83 million in defamation charges following E. Jean Carroll's monumental win. And because of the way the laws are written... Presidential candidates can pull from uh, various funds that they have, uh, like political action committees and other things that they raise from various organizations that are trying to get them elected president, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think any I don't think a, one Trumpster is going to care about any of that. They're just going to hear and see because if you're a hardcore Trumpster, which is a third of the of the Republican Party. So it's like 20 percent of the population. You follow him on True Social where all of this was posted. You you're getting the message. I, like I said, I'd be shocked if we didn't see a turnaround in Anheuser-Busch sales, Bud Light in particular, by, by when the, whenever the quarter sales are released. I mean, and yeah, we just keep buying it. Yep. We just keep buying everything they're selling. Like, we genuinely think this is genuinely who they are. Period. Ugh, it's frustrating.
I mean, they they went for the Hail Mary, I feel like. They were like, yeah. last chance, come on, Trump! Yep. <laughs> and he was more than willing to do it for money. This isn't truly how... Who? I Honestly, I don't know. How does he truly feel? We don't know. <laughs> I think that's true about every politician on everything. Yes. Uh, Wendy just emailed and said, Oh my goodness, I'm watching y'all, but I was only listening as I was getting ready for today. I'm exiting the bathroom and I heard Kid Rock on again. I cannot believe my ears. Kid Rock was on your show yet again. So great. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. Come on down to Nashville's Kid Rock place, whatever it's called. Have a Bud Light. Honky Tonk. Kid uh, Rock's Honky Tonk. If you say Big so, house. if you say so, pal. I love Kid Rock Place. <laughs> we already told you about ticket prices for the Super Bowl. They haven't come down. They're now at a new record level on the secondary market. Uh, they were last time we told you. Uh, the average price, average, was at nine thousand eight hundred fifteen dollars. Those were for not great seats, but that's not the worst. It went, it went from like I don't know, the lowest was like six thousand, and then up to at one point sixty thousand, which got bought, and then another pair of tickets got bought for a hundred thousand uh, dollars. We are now at ten thousand seven hundred fifty-two dollars for the average ticket price for one Super Bowl ticket. Ooh. There are a handful of suites remaining. Sweet. We remember we told you about the difference between the suites. The first, the, the small suite, which seats four people, is just a premium loge seat where you just have your own little area. You're not in a box. Uh, those are available for $200,000 for a party of four. Jeez. But if you want a real suite of 20 to 26 people, you can get the ghetto version for $950,000 and on up to <laughs> That's the ghetto version. $1.8 million. Per person. Oh, my oh. Lord. So the 900 and whatever thousand it was, that's the one that just has the popcorn machine. <laughs> uh, the different types of suites at, at uh, Allegiant Stadium have their, their like the, the, the loge is the semi-private area. The other ones, you're actually in a box. And fans who have booked the suites at the Las Vegas Stadium, this is for the, the million-dollar-plus suites, will have the privilege of enjoying some of the finest food and drink that they can offer at Allegiant Stadium. Oh, really? They will be greeted at the entrance to the, to the suite. With souvenir popcorn, whatever that means. Okay. The appetizers that now this is included in your price. Remember those that ticket price I gave you. That's per person. Like Taylor Swift suite will cost twenty six million dollars for twenty six people. So uh, you will, all the food's included. Jesus. You get a carne asada fries, bacon wrapped hot dogs, wagyu beef hot dogs, oh. barbecue burnt end burritos, oh. seafood stuffed potatoes. More on those in a moment. And surf and turf nachos. Those who have a sweet tooth in the sweets can indulge in some glazed donut sundaes and frozen oh, cheesecakes. And, of course, there's a full-service bar. That's for the, the top-of-the-line 20 to 26-person sweets at the Super Bowl on Sunday. Is this all oh. you can eat? Is it set up in a buffet style? Yes. Yes, it is, actually. Oh. Now, some of those food items, because Kyle was asking, as he often does, uh, will be available to just the schlubs as well. Not all, but some of them will because all of these stadiums, these newer stadiums, especially like Allegiant, they have not just concession stands, but they have basically borderline restaurants where you can go during the game and get some of the higher-end food. Pro Football Network was given an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the food options available at Allegiant Stadium. They came up with their top five that they because they sampled a bunch. Here's the, the ones that they say that, if, that are available to everybody. If you can find them, get them. They actually do start with the ultimate seafood stuffed potato. I'm listening. Which contains even more than it promises, they say. Once you make your way past the mouth-watering lobster, oh, yeah. you hit the luscious macaroni and cheese layer of the what? potato. Okay. Oh, my God. Lobster and macaroni and cheese is heaven. Hidden beneath the lobster layer is an inviting combo of noodles and gooey cheese, they say. Fourth favorite uh, food at the Super Bowl this weekend that anyone can get if you can find it is the L.A. Street Dog. 
served on a homemade bun. It comes with green chilies, jalapenos, grilled vegetables, bacon bits, and hot sauce. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. They are serving chicken and waffles at the Super Bowl this year. Damn right. The version at Allegiant (laughs) Stadium has waffles that are sweet and bready and paired perfectly with a serving of crispy, juicy fried chicken. But what they say is most impressive is how the Super Bowl iteration of chicken and waffles is plated. A small pipette of syrup punctures the center of the chicken and waffle combination, allowing for easy access for a drizzle of extra sweetness. Yes. God, I'm craving chicken and waffles so bad right now. You heard in the sweets, they get, as part of their deal, they get the Wagyu beef hot dogs. They do have Wagyu beef throughout Allegiant Stadium uh, in various ways. And as they say on Pro Football Talk, difficult to mess up Wagyu beef. They describe the Allegiant Stadium's version, though, as flavorful and rich with a succulent flavor that almost melts in your mouth. With its excellent marbling, even a tiny sample of the Super Bowl Wagyu was worth every bite, they said. <laughs> but you put they, mustard on that? No, my God. My God. Oh. oh, my God. Never had it. Really ruined it. Jesus. And what a terrible job for these folks that they had to try all of this. And not pay. Because right. that's why I'm not pensioning prices. They didn't have to. Because they don't know. Oh, man, we have that assignment. They say the best thing they tasted at Allegiant Stadium that will be served anyone who wants it, uh, if you can find it, for the Super Bowl were the crab legs. Oh. In fact... They agreed they were the best king crab legs they've ever eaten. What the hell? What made them so good? Tender texture, reminiscent of lobster meat. And they write, if you have access to the crab legs on Sunday, make sure you try them. Do you have to crack those crab legs or they are cracked and split for you? That's kind of messy if you're sitting in your seat. Yeah. Usually when you go up to these mid-level restaurants, you don't take it back to your seat for that exact reason. They have tables and things like that. (laughs) It is the Super Bowl. We might get the crab cam. You just never know. We have more about Super Bowl Sunday, food and other things. We're going to press pause on it, though, and play Master of Movies right now. You get to pick the prize. We have three different shows coming. Coming to the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. Which one do you want to go to? The Alan Parsons Project on Friday, March 22nd. The tribute to Queen called Killer Queen on March 24th. Or Yellow Wolf on Saturday, April 6th. You will pick all three of the shows are at GSR. For Master of Movies, you get a three-second movie clip. you got to tell us the title of the movie it's from, and you win. Caller 18, guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie... Crab legs. <laughs> melted butter everywhere and oh, no winner. Oh, we need melted butter. 888-989-9811 to play Master of Rob, Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn Show.